Welcome to Comic and Comics. This is a podcast about all things comics. We're talking books, movies, TV shows, video games, and more. I must forewarn you, though, we are a spoiler cast, and what that means is that past, present, and future properties are all legit, and we will spoil the hell out of them. I'm your host, Michael, joined by my two co-hosts, Richard and Jeremy, and with all that being said, let's get started. All right. This episode, all fandom. All fandom. Even though Richard hates that name. Absolutely yes. hates the name. It should be called Fandom, because it's dumb. <laughs> it's really, really dumb. But we got some really cool shit out of it. I know that much. Oh my God, did we? <laughs> they started that thing off with a banger, did they not? With the Black Adam teaser? Yeah. So just to kind of go ahead and just put it out there. I didn't even know there was fandom. I didn't know it was it was currently going or whatever. So to all you normals out there, I'm, I'm right there with you. <laughs> <laughs> the good thing about it is, even though you missed it, it's on YouTube. You can yes. find it. You search DC fandom. WB has it up. And you watch the whole thing in its entirety. I would suggest not doing that because there's a lot of boring stuff that they, my one complaint is they could have cut that thing down yeah. to a max of two hours. Like they could have essentially cut the thing in half. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> so like I, my, my suggestion is unless you're just a huge DC fan, don't watch it in its entirety. Wait the next day or hell, I don't know, maybe five hours from then and just go to YouTube, type in DC, go to their YouTube channel all the highlights are on there. And if you're really into watching the entirety of it, they've got that there as well. And and definitely watch it on your phone because you're going to want to use that whole skip 10, 15 second little swipe that's built into the app because there's <laughs> going to be interviews on there that you are not going to give any craps about at all. Yeah. All right, so let's start this. Where do we? What do we want to talk about? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm right, we're, we're starting with Black Adam. By God, <laughs> okay. I've been I've been waiting for that, and so is the Rock for however long. Yeah, he drops a killer teaser like that. Yeah, or uh, President Rock 2024 or something. Oh, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> no, I, just, I heard there was something that he was. Uh, I, it was just all hearsay, but yeah, that he was going to be like running for president, seriously considering running for president. I was like, oh, good lord. Yeah, Kanye West said that too. Yeah, true. <laughs> no, no Kanye well, I, for, I, no, for 2024, Richard? No, no, God, no. Kanye's a jackass. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway. That's right, so Black Adam. So when I saw that trailer, the only thing I can think of is the video game Mortal Kombat or Injustice. Yeah, I did too. I felt it felt what? injustice. It felt injustice y. I seen him grab that dude by the neck and I was I I went on YouTube and I made a short of that that little sequence of yeah. him grabbing the dude's neck and electrocuting him and just it, it crumbling to dust. And all I added to it was fatality yeah, exactly. at the bottom. <laughs> fatality. Black yes. Adam wins. Yes. <laughs> Because that's exactly what it reminded me of. And I was just like, man, that's... It's pretty dope looking already. So I'm I'm hoping... And then, like, to hear uh, Pierce Brosnan talk about it and how it's, like, nothing that he's ever been a part of, which everybody says that. Let's be real. Everybody says that. Well, I mean, in his defense, it is nothing. He Like, he did James <laughs> Bond movies. 
he was like the dad in Mrs. Doubtfire and like did Mama Me. Like he's never done anything <laughs> like this ever before. Like the okay. closest thing he ever did was the James Bond films. But yeah. yeah, like I sorry, I didn't mean to step all over you, but like I am hyped for him as Dr. Fate. That's what I was gonna say. Like, if he looks like that, like his his whatever, his mustache and his goatee. Yeah. And, like, I hope they keep the accent too. I hope he stays with the accent and just rolls with that. Like, I don't know. I'm I'm thoroughly excited with The Rock doing Black Adam and and Brosnan as uh as Doctor Fate. Like that seems like a good mashup. And and just for people who don't know who Doctor Fate is, I was about uh, to ask. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh he's he's DC's Doctor Strange. Just to sum it up in one uh one sentence, it's DC's Doctor Strange. Uh there's oh, okay. more to it uh than that. He's wearing a helmet that kind of like possesses his body, and that is truly like Doctor Fate. But anyway, uh yeah. So it's like mystical, magic-y kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. DC's got several Doctor Stranges. Yeah. Who are you referring to exactly? I mean, you got Zatanna and then her dad. Um, uh, which is Z- like Zatanna or no, Zatanna. Zatanna is Zatanna is the daughter. <laughs> uh, what is it? It's it's like Zoltan or so I don't know Zoltan. It's something close <laughs> the same, yeah. Um, and then the uh, first thing that pops in my head is John Constantine. Oh, uh, okay. Which um I'm, I'm I hope we get a I I was really hoping I would see a Justice League Dark a yeah. Dead Man a Madame Xanadu something with HBO Max something and they didn't I didn't I didn't watch anything that had to do with HBO Max. Well, like the, I didn't see anything. Question, is this not sort of... Uh, uh, I mean, like, with all the people that they're including in this movie, with the Black Adam movie, is... I mean, it's not going to be, but it's... It's... It's Justice League Dark Light? Meaning, like, it's the diet version of it, not, like, light as in <laughs> ray of light, but, um... Was it, like... Zero heroes, yeah. Instead like, of zero sugar, yeah. It's it, yeah. There you go. It's <laughs> that's the new that's the new lingo that Coke is trying to pull the wool over our eyes. It's uh yeah, Justice League Dark Zero Sugar. Is that not what Black Adam is? <laughs> I, I yeah. I, mean, I guess it kind of looks that way. I, I honestly don't know. Like I don't know who Cyclone is. I don't know who um Adam Smasher is. Oh really? You don't okay. He's a flash Yeah. I, he's a flash villain. He's, he's shown up in the the CW Flash show and smashes out. Yeah, anyway. Man, I'm so far behind on CW Flash. I have not heard him. He can he he's got the powers of um <laughs> he's got the powers of uh he can like, you know, grow big and he can change his atoms essentially. So Adam Smasher is the equivalent of I guess the atom doesn't get bigger though. He gets smaller. He's uh like DC's version of Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan. Like he can like embiggen. Ah. Like he can grow big or he can just like punch like, you know, through a wall, just growing his fist really big and or kick, you know, like a car across the interstate by embiggening his foot. Enlargening himself. That's what no, it's called embiggening. That's Literally, they added that word to the dictionary. It's a real thing. Mm. Mm. 
I got all excited because oh. you said Marvel. Oh, you just said Captain Marvel. <laughs> Brie Larson. There is, there is no Marvel in this entire episode. None. There's no good damn reason for her name to be brought up at all. She said Miss Marvel, so close enough. Uh, Wrong Miss Marvel! Wrong one! You killed me. I was gonna say, I thought you meant fall out of that chair. Oh, oh, oh. oh that hurt. Oh. We need to put up a sign that says how many days, you know, like the old work signs that says like so many days since the last work accident, so many days since the last <laughs> Miss like Brie Larson invention. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it going. Uh, we know, <laughs> and that's why I have to like. So, I mean, I just complete derailment again. But uh, we finished, and this is probably uh, yeah, like whatever heresy talking about this. But uh, we finished the the Marvel stuff and finished Endgame a couple of days ago. Oh, cool! And <laughs> it was. Whenever Captain Marvel came into the picture, he was like, oh, Captain Marvel. Oh my God. So, <laughs> that poor boy. I just giggled as soon as he said that. And I was like, Jesus. That's You've ruined that boy. Yeah. No, no joke. <laughs> my son sees her come across screen. He's like, Who's that? <laughs> I'm like, Nobody, son. <laughs> she doesn't matter. <laughs> uh... Oh, man. I mean, there's there's not much to say. It was just a teaser trailer, but hey, that Black Adam that was that was awesome. So I'm I'm hyped to see that. Yeah, same. I'm super excited to see what they do. Um, I also want to know. I mean, I know this movie is not going to maybe play into that. It may at most it'll be like the stinger. But I'm really interested to see him finally meet up with Shazam. Um, oh yeah, because that was one of the other cool things is when they unlock, you know, whatever, free him from. Uh, she says Shazam, like right, yeah, yeah, and it strikes, and then he appears. So uh, I'm, I'm really interested to see what uh, what they do with that, as far as like crossing over for like the next movie. I'm I'm sure it'll be a stinger, like you know, it hopefully it won't be as as bad as the venom stinger um <laughs> but uh anyway um different universe uh, i hope that we get um savan i hope we get savan and that caterpillar as a stinger for black adam instead of shazam i forgot about the caterpillar <laughs> exactly exactly i totally forgot about that caterpillar like, we know about the Shazam movie, but, like, we, it's been too long for that stinger. I'd much rather see something with them, like, maybe going and checking Black Adam out or, you know, saying oh, that's interesting or something along those lines and seeing, you know, giving a hint that they may be going and try and get in contact with Black Adam. Uh, I, I'd rather see something like that than I, than uh, the actual Shazam. 
or any of the family members. Yeah, that's true. That's just me, though. I imagine, just because we always like to speculate for the future, I imagine it'll, now that you brought that up, yeah, it'll probably be the Black Adam movie, then a Shazam 2, then with uh, the, the Caterpillar, and then Black Adam versus Shazam. Well, I mean, while we're talking about it, they had a uh, they had a walkthrough kind of thing with Shazam and Fury of the Gods that's coming out. Oh, really? I'm not gonna lie, that looked pretty decent too. I totally missed that. <laughs> I didn't see that. Did part. you really? Yeah, I didn't see that. Yeah, they got. Uh, I couldn't get their names. Somebody said something about Calypso, and then there's two gods basically that are coming back, and yeah. they're going to be going and visiting like all these different places. Like whether it be Philadelphia, whether it be some, there's some library and hmm. it's, it was, there's all kinds of things, but there's two gods that are coming in there. They're going to be the villains for that movie. So like, we don't even get Savon or, uh, or the Caterpillar and that one doesn't seem like, well, then I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> it sounds like they're building a universe is what it sounds like. At least within the Shazam mythos. Hmm. Cool. Taking their time. Yeah, Man, I'm good with it. That, that, yeah, that that's cool. I like that. Yeah, I was ho- I was hoping you'd seen that. Daggum. Yeah, you got to go back and watch it. It's, yeah, uh, it wasn't that. There was no teaser. There was no actual trailer or anything like that. But it was definitely a lot of behind the scenes. You got to see costumes and uh, Mary Marvel, the girl who played her in the first movie, is now getting to be the adult and the normal Mary. Oh, cool. Yeah the uh, the Captain Marvel whatever shazam anyway the that's a whole nother thing we can talk about but not not not, no no don't don't you do it (laughs) uh (laughs) just do it yeah no like wrong captain marvel yeah i know i just realized that we 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 there was a whole error in our way here uh Okay, anyway, yes, um, all the Marvel family, and this is very confusing for those who don't know, but originally Shazam was called Captain Marvel. And anyway, uh, they have since changed his name to Shazam, but all of the other, when he shares his power, all the other members of the like Marvel family, uh, Miss Marvel, Eventually, like, those people that they turn in, into is supposed to be what they look like when they grow up. Um, so that's interesting. I like that they're they're doing that. Let, let's let's go ahead and elaborate on, on this. Okay. Yeah, I, I always like to to uh, I like to just do a quick, easy. But yeah, that's fine. You want to go into detail <laughs> just because I think it's a cool story and I think it is cool history to to know about these characters and stuff like that because it can be confusing and um and i i I wonder sometimes whether or not like what i've always known as being the truth if it's actually just a rumor if it's just made up whatever the case is what i've always read was that back in the day uh dc or i guess was it national at that point in time yeah um anyway we'll just say a dc they they owned a character named Captain Marvel. They let the copyright or the trademark lapse on the character name. Marvel came out and was like, hey, 
we should have our own Captain Marvel. Yeah. They went and they looked, and the name was free. And so Marvel took it. Well, then there was a whole giant court battle over it. And essentially, that's what it came down to was somebody was like, nah, we'll never have to get that name back again. We don't need the rights to that and lost it to Marvel Comics. I want to say Captain Marvel, a.k.a. Shazam, was owned by a different comic book and then DC purchased it did nothing with it, lost the rights, and everything, basically what you just said. And then while that was all going on, that's why you get not Captain Marvel um, in the in the Marvel universe. It's Captain Mar-Vell. So it's like slightly different. Because that's what, before, before uh, God, I was about to say Brie Larson. <laughs> before Carol Danvers uh became Captain Marvel, there was one before it who was called Captain Mar Dash Vell, which was like his alien yeah. name. But it was kind of I think it was a way to like circumvent the like lawsuit. Um Yeah, but that comic book was the also named Captain Marvel, not Marvel, if I remember right. Yeah, okay. So but you're right that yeah, his name was Marvel, mm-hmm. not Marvel. And also, for those of you who don't know, since we're talking about this, Jeremy, because it's your fault now, um, <laughs> Monica Rambeau was Captain Marvel before old Carol Danvers was ever Captain Marvel. So there you go. Yeah, but see, then like, so you should be going, woo, Monica Rambeau. Well, but see, then <laughs> Brie Larson came along and just. Oh, oh, you know, wiped away everybody else's performance, so that's all that matters. That's why you don't think remember Captain Marvel on DC or anything. It's just oh my god, Brie Larson and on. Oh my god, what have I done? <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> okay, yeah, let's just move on. Let's just go. Let's... Hey, I know this much: Jason Momoa's Aquaman is awesome. Fucking love it, by the way. And we got some behind the scene looks at uh, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Uh, I disagree with the Jason Momoa's Aquaman, but that's fine. Uh, Are you kidding me? Yeah, I don't like. I don't like. Like I don't know, Leonard Skinner bar like biker Aquaman. He should have been Lobo. I want the whole world to know. He should have been Lobo. It would have been the best casting of anything DC has ever done. Why they picked him for Aquaman, I don't know. I, I like I'm fine with getting away from like, you know, blonde-haired white guy as the the superhero, but like I just don't like his take on Aquaman where, you know, he's drinking beer and you know, getting into bar fights or whatever. And it's just an annoying and to me, not the character. Uh, like I said, I'm He's the equivalent of a sailor. Not necessarily. No, not. That's just a stereotype of sailors. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, the uh, like, I, re- I don't know. I just don't like Jason Momoa's Aquaman. I'm fine. If his character was portrayed different, like I said, in a previous episode where, 
I like certain when you when they take certain liberties and do something different, but if they don't capture the core of the character, that's when I have an issue. And to me, they haven't done that with Jason Momoa's. Like, I, and I I get what maybe they were trying to do. Like, he's this, you know, uh, Eastern Island, like, Samoan uh, person who their culture, you know, believes a lot of stuff about the sea and everything. So obviously he should maybe look like that. That's fine. But I just didn't, I don't know. I didn't like the whole, he's a, I don't know, biker dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you on the Lobo, but I'm also with you. Like if it's not him as Lobo and I'm fine with that now, because again, I'm cool with him being Aquaman. I don't know of anybody else that could be Aquaman right now. Like, Apparently, from what you're saying, you're fine with it, too, as long as they change the story up a little bit. Yeah, I want so, them to return to his more, like, classic... Like, I like the, the Aquaman who's like, you know, I'm king of Atlantis, like, fuck all the Earth, you know, the the land dwellers. Like, this is my... Like, he's kind of a dick, um, but not really. <laughs> um, I like that Aquaman. Um, anywho. Sounds like Namor Aquaman. No, I mean, like, he's not trying to fuck someone's wife. That's, that's <laughs> Namor. <laughs> he's not trying to cuckold anybody. Uh, if you get Ryan Hurst, who played, if you watch Sons of Anarchy, he played Opie. Or if you've watched The Walking Dead, when they had the, uh, the, 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 the whispers on there, he played Beta. Um, oh. I think he played in Friday Night Lights as well. Anyways, get that man as Lobo. That dude, I think he's even done the voice for Lobo in the in animated stuff. Well, John, uh, was it John DiMaggio is the best Lobo ever. Uh, that's the, uh, the guy that does Bender. Oh, <laughs> from Futurama. Yeah, he's voiced Lobo, and I think. <laughs> The Superman, maybe it's the Justice League animated series. I don't think it, I think it was a different person during. I I could be wrong. Uh, I'm not gonna look it up. But uh, anyway, he's voiced Lobo at some point in history. Cool. Well, they had all kinds of behind the scenes and stuff like that. We got apparently Black Man has got a different helmet now. It's more of a silver chrome looking helmet, which kind of throws me off because I figured his costume's always always black. Oh, cool. He's got a new helmet. Going to be back. Um. But I didn't. I didn't see like I still. They still really didn't touch on like what the actual story is going to be. And that's probably because they don't know what to do yet. Because of the whole <laughs> like, I don't think I'm just calling it now. I could be wrong. Maybe they're waiting for stuff to die down and then bring him back. I don't think we'll ever see a Henry Cavill Superman ever again. So I'm trying. I'm thinking they're trying to figure out what to do as far as like. Because that story maybe is supposed to be a continuation of the uh, Aquaman movie, which did connect to like they referenced Justice League. I don't yeah. know. I'm I, I'm I'm the one thing I'm hyped about all this is I'm ready to see some like good DC movies, <laughs> and um, I want to see what their plan is to, like, maybe connect it to the original Justice League Zack Snyder stuff. Do you think we'll restore the Snyderverse? I don't want them to restore the Snyderverse. <laughs> I say, I don't <laughs> think it went very well. No, it went great for the direct when you got WB out of the way. 
and four hours to tell a story. Um, hey, I'm fine with that. It was a good story, but um, the I I I don't know. I don't I don't think you will, but I could be wrong because I've been saying they would never do it, and they did it. But I also think they did it to get people to subscribe to the HBO Max app. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. I'll say this much. Um, I do think Lost Kingdom is going to be a continuation of the Aquaman that we've seen before. And I think that you don't have to restore the Snyderverse for that to work either. Um, because it kind of seems like they're, they're somewhat going the Marvel route of like Aquaman story being a Aquaman story. Yeah. Does that make sense? And like, yes, he's got ties, but it's like Shazam. Shazam was a Shazam story. There are ties to Batflick and Henry Cavill, but it's it's still a Shazam story. Yeah, it, and it it should always be. Uh, uh, the MCU got a lot of critiques about this, where a lot of the movies felt like kind of like advertisements for the next one, and yeah. Uh, the, the, you know, if Ant-Man is on the like poster, the movie should be about Ant-Man, not, you know, whatever. So I agree with that. Yeah. Like they should be about this character and then maybe add little things that tie it in. Like a beeper. What? Oh my God. (laughs) Don't, don't start. Don't preacher. Don't don't, like a beeper on that trap. Don't fall. Beeper. What are you talking about? Step back. Oh, shit. You asked. Yeah. Got the big letter M on it. Whenever it comes in, it's how you summon her. Uh... <laughs> it's got the star. <laughs> is that? I just realized, is that supposed to be an M? I never noticed that. Looks like an M to me. The star. The logo that comes on the beeper. I mean, it's like her chest, like her, like the M with the chest, like the star in the middle, kind of. I thought it was just a star. I never saw an M. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I've never seen an M in that, but I guess it is. Um, Jeremy, you son of a bitch. Did you see something we didn't? I thought it was, I don't know. I could just be making it up. (laughs) (laughs) This could all just be bullshit. I don't know. Yeah, pretty much. That shit's just a star. On the beeper? I'm talking about like the, the emblem. Oh, looks like the North Star, not Norse North. Uh, but uh, like to kind of go back, like that's what it kind of seemed like on seeing some of these trailers where they're finally like these seems like DC's finally catching on to this whole like, hey, maybe we should kind of play up individual characters, let let them have their own thing, and then bring them all together. Like after what twenty years, yep. <laughs> of Marvel doing of MCU <laughs> doing this, like. I know it hasn't been 20 years, but if it freaking feels like it. Um, I mean, it's been like 19-something movies now, so... Yeah. So, I mean, it's like you, you finally caught on to the hint that, hey, maybe this actually works. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, even when they sat there and did, like, single solo movies, like, everybody sat there and gave them shit about uh, Man of Steel. Yeah. Because he was, you know, emo Superman and stuff like that. I dug Man of Steel. Like, I'm not a Superman fan. That was probably my favorite Superman movie of all time. And I get, like, to me, like, I think partly, I don't know, I could be wrong on saying this, but, like, Batman and Superman have been done so many times that, like, 
whenever Iron Man came out, there wasn't there had never been another Iron Man movie before. I mean, yeah, like they're like that was all kind of new, but Superman, Batman, all that stuff has been just drilled. So I that could be part of the reason everybody's just kind of burnt out by those. Yeah, I think like uh, like with Spider Man, um, th- people are like, how many times are we going to see the Waynes die? <laughs> like, how many times? Yeah. Are we going to have to see those pearls fall to the ground? Like, I swear to God, if I have to see that scene one more time, I'm going to scream. That's exactly what I was going to say. How many times are we going to watch them pearls fall? How many times? (laughs) But I'm going to tell you this right now. If I, like, I hope there's a day where I get to see Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Thomas Wayne. In a Batman movie. Well, uh, that is your perfect segue. So. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't see it was confirmed. Are you confirming it? Please tell me to God you're confirming it. (laughs) I, uh, you know what? I am not confirming it because I don't think we're actually going to get Jeffrey Dean Morgan in uh, the Flash movie. I think we're getting in his replacement the... Man, I really want to like play the intro, uh, the like theme song from it. But the 1989 Michael Keaton Batman. Oh yeah, yeah. I think that is who we're getting in in lieu of Thomas Wayne Batman because they are. It's confirmed they are doing Flashpoint Paradox for this movie. Yeah. Uh, Ezra Miller came on looking as Gen Z as he possibly could in that most <laughs> awkward and like, can like we just get past this guy. And then was like, yeah, we haven't done, you know, any like a lot of filming, but uh, me and I love how he refers to like the guy that does like the trailer editing, but he's like me and my maestro. Like, yeah. <laughs> who says that? Um, but, uh, anyway, uh, and then they just play the trailer and I was like, oh, okay, you got me. You got me. Um, dope. I'm so excited for this because I am not a huge Flash fan, but God, I loved the Flashpoint Paradox story. I love all sort of incarnations of it. I liked the cartoon. I liked the comic. I liked the version that they did on CW. Mm-hmm. Um, I, anyway, I, I thought it was cool. So is, is the Flash, I mean, Flashpoint Paradox, is it kind of like the, almost like the, like the movie, the Spider-Man into, into the multiverse, like where they bring other Flash is in there? Nah. No, no, uh, uh, it is, um, so they establish eventually that like Eobard Thawne is the person who killed Flash's mother. The reverse Flash. Yeah. Sorry, yes. Oh, the yeah. Re- the reverse flash. Um and he, you know, it, one day gets defeated and kind of puts like a bug in uh Barry's ear about like, you know, you can go back and change anything, but you still couldn't save your mom. Oh yeah. So he decides to do that. And when he does and he comes back to current time, stuff's all messed up and he he need like Batman, like, I love the comic version where Batman is not Bruce Wayne in the alleyway. Thomas uh, Wayne and Martha Wayne do not get shot. Bruce gets shot. Mm-hmm. And 
it's established that uh, Thomas Wayne becomes Batman, who, like, murders. He has, like, guns and everything. And Martha Wayne becomes, like, the Joker. Like, because she, she yeah. just, like, loses her mind right then and there. Starts laughing, and she, like, takes the blood from Bruce and, like, draw, draws, like, a... Uh, smiley face like on her on her face implied like it's it's not something they get really into but it's implied that she becomes kind of like the joker of that universe i forgot that they kind of like i they kind of touched on that with the the series on the the cw a while back Mm -hmm. yeah did that whole flashpoint paradox i forgot about that um it puts the atlanteans against the amazonians and there's a giant war between them two oh uh yeah, yeah, it yeah, it's kind of like World War Three, but between like these two ancient races that have like this almost like godlike technology, and it's gonna like their fighting will be, will basically end the war, um, or in the world, not the war. Um, my other favorite is Superman because of whatever happened when Flash undid everything. That little small butterfly effect like chain link events led to superman not landing in smallville he lands in metropolis and for some reason the 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 capsule like blows up and takes off takes out like metropolis so he ends up being captured by the government as a baby and Flash eventually finds him, and like he's like emaciated. He's just like a like he's just like skeleton and skin, because they've kept him under a bunker underneath like red light this entire time since he was a baby to like a grown man. And um, when he releases Superman, he finally frees him, and Superman sees the sun for the first time. He like flies in the air and and Flash is kind of like, oh, sweet, you know, he's finally going to help us out and we'll win this. And he just fucks off. He just flies <laughs> away. <laughs> and Flash is like, ah. It's the equivalent of a caged bird. Yeah, I just, I love it because it's so, I don't know, it's a good way of like subverting your expectations, if you will. And it makes sense because this Kal-El or Clark, since I'm gonna call him Kal-El since he wasn't raised by the Kents. He was never raised by the Kents. And so he never had that like goodness sort of instilled in him. And anyway, it's just really fun. So I like Ezra Miller as the Flash. Um however, this like the teaser looked awesome, and I've seen it about two or three times. And it was upon my like third or so time that I was watching it that I started getting nervous about it because I'm with you like it's Flash Paradox, Flashpoint, and uh, I'm just like, how far away from the comic book are we going to get, first of all? Oh, yeah. And because it seems like we're going to get really far away from that comic book. Yeah. And like... Like the Flashpoint Paradox comic book? Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, I'm not anticipating seeing any Amazonian or Atlantean fight at all. Like, I, I don't I don't, I don't, don't get that vibe from this movie at all. I don't even think they're going to reference it at all. And that's fine. I can, I can do without that. That's cool. Um, I, I think we're going to get 
Um, I mean, it's confirmed we're getting Michael Keaton. He's going to be Batman, and I think he's going to be Bruce Wayne Batman. I don't think he's going to be Thomas Wayne Batman. Yeah, I, I I think you're correct. I think if we go the Thomas Wayne Batman, that's going to really mess people up. On top of, I think you're doing a an injustice to the kid. Like you have this opportunity. Why why would you mess it up like that? I agree. Like you wouldn't you you lose a lot of people doing that doing Thomas yeah. as that because I, I wouldn't have. I'd have been one of those. I wouldn't know, like, what? Why is why is he Batman? Like, what happened? I need to, I need need somebody's pearls to drop. I need, I need to see what's happening here. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like such a vulgar term. Yeah, it does. I said, as it came out, I was like, oh, that was the wrong drop. way to say that. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um. And I I don't think we I don't think we're getting a reverse flash. And out of any and everything that goes with that story, I feel like that's that's essential, like to that story. So do you think they're they're rushing that flat that storyline? Then maybe I I feel like they just got a different take that they're going to go at it. I I I don't understand because you know. Uh, you hear Michael Keaton in the trailer say, what? "Why don't you think that there's a reverse flash? Why don't I think there's not a reverse flash? Yeah, because Michael Keaton in the trailer sitting there saying, you know, you could go back in time, you could do all these things. Why do you want to save our universe? So he's not going back in time to save his own mother from reverse flash." He's he's traveled to a different universe, and that guy behind him in the Batcave is another Barry Allen. He's another speedster. He's another Flash, um, and and has on a red suit, and like yeah. they've taken a apparently they've taken a Batman suit and painted it red and put a a uh uh lightning bolt logos on the boots and on the chest. Okay, I didn't I didn't see, but I I seriously think we're I think they're hiding Reverse Flash for like another trailer or he's just not going to be seen at all until you see the movie. I, I seriously think we're getting reverse flash. Okay. I mean, no, if we get it, that's great. Cause that's my biggest concern of the whole thing. So let me ask you, if we don't get him, how concerned are you now? Uh, if, are you? if we don't get him, uh, I'm not concerned. I will say DC, <laughs> whoever, whoever, <laughs> once again, DC, you know, this time they've got like they've got the ball, but they just trip and fall on their face. Like <laughs> um, they didn't drop it. They caught it, but then they just tripped and falled because like that's such a good story. And for them to not at least do like most of it to to like brought to the big screen. Then what are you doing again? I'm just going to be like, oh, my God, what is <laughs> Uh, I would be very concerned to answer your question. That was the long way. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, cause like my thing is, is that like, and maybe there's just not another story that I like, but what other big flash story do you know of? I mean, there's, there's a lot. Uh, there's the, you know, the trial of the flash. Um, the most recent one, everyone loved Godspeed. The whole like, uh, flash had a new, like, sidekick because he's got six million sidekicks yeah um but uh anyway and then they're trying to figure out who this new speedster is and it's it's godspeed um but uh 
Um, let's see here. I know, I know some right now, but you would have to ask me, and I can't think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I've never been a big Flash, a uh, big Flash fan, and I mean, that's that's probably the one run that I've collected because to me, it's it it is the it's the Flash run to have. Uh, to me, it's the equivalent of you know Green Lantern, Brightest Day, Darkest Nights, that whole story. Like, it's just it's that monumental story for that character. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and and it just to go into more history of it. This is gonna be a long episode. Uh, <laughs> uh to go into uh, more of the uh, that is supposedly the story of Flashpoint Paradox. Like you know, it birthed New Fifty Two was literally they were in a writer's room and they were just like, hey, what if we just had a crisis but didn't call it a crisis? And they were like, because I think a lot of people had kind of written themselves into corners. And just so those who listen don't know, a lot of times DC, I think, gets to a certain point and they're just kind of like, sales are dipping We've all sort of told a lot of stories. We don't really know where to go from here. We're just going to have a crisis. And it's just going to be a big event. And by the end of it, it kind of resets the status quo. And we can start telling the same stories again with a slight twist. Uh, And it happens, I don't know, like, it's happened (laughs) more often than not in D.C. But uh, it used to happen, like, I don't know, like every 10 to 20 years. Um, I was gonna say we've gotten three of them. So yeah. Um, but uh, Flash point, uh, the Flashpoint paradox was birthed from basically them being like, let's have a crisis, but not call it a crisis, and then they just wrote the Flashpoint paradox. <laughs> That's funny. I did see where uh, they were having a sale on Comicsology, and you know they're. They're trying to promote the DC fandom and stuff like that and and uh, pulling up Flashpoint books and stuff like that. Kind of giving you a hint like these. this is where we're going with all these movies and stuff yeah. like that. You should read these things. And um, one of the books that I saw in there was uh, Multiversity. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it's probably because of Supergirl, which we hadn't even talked about. Uh, maybe they're trying to say that like Supergirl is from a different universe where she's maybe the Superman of that universe. Like, maybe Cal, huh. maybe Kal-El's dead or something. Well, that's that's kind of the, the gist I was getting on uh, on this trailer for The Flash, because you see her in there. Yeah. Oh, that, and, uh, that was her in the background? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. And that was her laying down, and the other, that universe's Barry Allen was either mending to her or something along those lines, but she was laying down. Oh. Um, so... Yeah, I'm I'm interested to see like, you know, if it's if it was her that got sent down instead of Kal-El or if, you know, mm-hmm. Kal-El was, you know, a girl and they sent her down. Oh, I didn't even think about that. That maybe that's what they're doing. Maybe it's like female Kal-El or or yeah. Hmm. So, cuz I know I'm pretty sure her name is because we talked about it on a previous podcast. Yeah. Um, that hers was something along those same kind of lines. So, yeah, it's interesting. I'm just, I'm concerned story-wise. Um, but I think they have everything there to make a really good movie. 
So I am excited to see it. I'm just I'm just cautious. And I feel like once I get more trailers and I get more of an idea of like where we're going with this, I'll feel better. How whelmed were you? Uh, when I first saw it, I was <laughs> extremely whelmed. I would have much rather watched that several times over in a 30-minute period than a uh, party Thor. So... <laughs> <laughs> I'd have just looped the Flash teaser trailer for the entire... <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, something else that was confirmed on Fandom that was, like, been in people's minds and, and people been talking about, there's going to be a Static movie, and Michael B. Jordan's producing it. Why would you just want to watch Static? What do you mean? It's just black and white. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) So, there is an imprint of DC Comics quite like Vertigo that's called Milestone Comics and it was to incorporate um, minorities into comic books. Yeah, it was a universe with predominantly people of color as the hero. Yes. Yes. Um, to show inclusion, uh, from this, we got heroes like Hardware and Icon and Rocket and Static and characters that were, um, from communities like that. So people were able to see themselves in comic books, which was pretty cool. Um, and out of that static shock came one of the biggest characters out of milestone had his own cartoon back in the nineties. So if you're our age, then you should definitely know that cartoon. Yeah. I was going to say that like the, that's probably, I think when milestone got like ridiculously popular was with the static shock cartoon because it blew up. You know what I mean? Like that, that cartoon was huge back in the day. Um, and it's so much so that they even included him in like the Justice League animated series. Yep. Um, you can find that series. If I'm not mistaken, that series is on HBO Max, so you can go back and watch it there to get, you know, kind of caught up or get an idea of the character. But yeah, all the, the movie got confirmed. Michael B. Jordan as producer got confirmed. I thought that was really cool. I know a lot of people have been questioning it, whether or not it's even gonna happen. I guess it could still possibly may or may not be happening. But I wanna say on there two of the big wigs of milestone were confirming all this stuff. And, and they've also got a animated movie coming out as well. So they're pretty hyped and excited. And, uh, the animated movies being written right now. That's cool. I like, I, once again, I didn't watch all the fandom. I just watched all the highlight trailers. Uh, that is really cool. I didn't know we were getting a st- man, man, I'm having a whole experience over here. <laughs> like, <laughs> This just gets cooler and cooler. Uh, yeah, I'm excited about Sag Shock. All right. On that same kind of level, we've got a uh, Blue Beetle title coming, too. What? <laughs> yes. Jami Reyes as the Blue Beetle. And they're the I want to say they had the director and somebody else. And Jami, the guy who's going to play him, uh, they're all Hispanic. And it's going to be very much a... Uh, Hispanic culture movie, and I'm like, you know, that's, that's that's I mean, it's very proper. Like, I'm I'm good with that. Um, that's kind of what I expect. For those of you who don't know, the Blue Beetle, like we've talked about in other podcasts before, have gone through different iterations. 
The most current one is Jami Reyes, and he's got an alien scabber that is attached to him on his back. And there's different types of these scabbers that are different colors. Um, they don't necessarily go along the same kind of emotional spectrum that the Green Lantern rings do, but they are diff- they are different colored ones. So, anyways, I was excited about the Jaime Reyes one. Uh, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. And for some reason, I just kept thinking of the movie Coco, and I was like, you know, <laughs> something like Coco. Like, I love that little movie. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie. My my you wife haven't? is no, my wife has seen it, and every time we scroll past it, like when we're on Disney Plus or whatever. And uh, I was like, I need to watch that movie. She's like, yes, you do. And I'm like, well, why don't we watch it? And she's like, no, not tonight. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, I don't understand. That's it always works. It's it's not one of those, Coco to me is not one of those, like, you have it on the background. It's not one of those. Like, it's a yeah. sit down and actually yeah. watch and, like, invest in kind of movie. Um, so I don't watch it very often because I don't have a whole lot of time to invest. But, like, it it is a good little decent movie. Like I, yeah. I was pleasantly surprised by it. So, um, but yeah, I I just thought Blue Beetle was cool, and I, I'm probably the only one that's excited about that. So no, I'm excited. <laughs> I like Blue Beetle. Like man, I loved growing up before I even knew what anime was. There was a Mark Hamill movie, and the only reason I bought it is because it said Mark Hamill on it, uh, called The Giver, <laughs> and it essentially is what the scarab is it's a it's a giver like so it's this alien device that's like techno organic and it can do all these things for him if you're interested in watching something with Jaime Reyes as the blue beetle in it i highly recommend you watching batman brave and the bold he's in there he's in a lot of the episodes and I I think they did that character justice in that little cartoon. Uh, so you don't really have to invest a whole lot of time or anything like that in there. But it, it's a great Batman cartoon, and you get to see the character a decent amount in it. Too. Yeah. Uh, if you want to invest a, uh, a lot of time for not a lot of screen time, but uh, Young Justice, uh, he's also really cool in that as well. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, we spoke before on the Suicide Squad podcast about the uh, Peacemaker series coming up, and we got to see behind the scenes and a trailer for that, and y'all were very concerned about it. What do y'all think now? How many whelms, Jeremy? How many whelms? Oh, the whelm meter, yes. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm whelmed, oh, honestly. Piece of garbage. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like... <laughs> I don't know. I think this one can go. That thing is a beacon for hope. <laughs> it's a toilet bowl. <laughs> Jeremy, a bald eagle literally hugged him. I I, I know. I, I that one was in I was a like, garage. Yeah, that's and that's like my my favorite. I love I love eagles, but uh, but I just don't ho- I don't I don't holler for them. Um, <laughs> it, it's that, that Alabama Auburn thing, but um. Oh my god. <laughs> War Eagle, by the way. Um <laughs> But like I it's one of those I think can go either way, really. Um I think it could be a lot of fun. And it seems like it could be a lot of fun from that, but it also seems like it could go terribly wrong. Um <laughs> 
like to where it's just annoying kind of thing. Um, but overall, I, like I don't get me wrong, I'll definitely, definitely watch it and uh, I'll be, be interested to see how it goes. Uh, but from just from the, just my initial was just, I, I was from whelmed to pleasantly whelmed, but so somewhere in there. Did you not see the scene where that eagle was walking next to him like a puppy? Uh, yeah, I, I'm telling you, those are the ones that are, those are the ones that are like getting me. That was great. <laughs> uh, I thought this was I like I'm was cautiously optimistic or as I don't know cautiously whelmed. Uh, and, uh, at the end of Suicide Squad, but this looks fun as hell. I'm hyped for this. Um, I, well, I, I won't say hyped. I am very overwhelmed. Um, the, uh, the thing though that, that's kind of odd to me is they completely flipped his character, in my opinion, uh, from Suicide Squad which I think they had to because, like I said, John Cena's great in that movie because his character is able to bounce off of those characters. And he's not as obnoxious as far as, like, he's goofy and silly, but he's not, like, this really obnoxious, like, guy as he was portrayed in Suicide Squad. There is that one, like, um, line in there where I forget how exactly she said it, but Basically saying like if he would lose that the the obnoxious attitude, people would like him better. Yeah, exactly. More people yes. would like him. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. So I, something happens, I think, to make him sort of like a nicer guy. Um, but it looks it looks funny, man. It looks so funny. <laughs> I, I like because they had a panel on on the fandom. They had a panel of all the people that were acting in it and stuff like that. And I liked how like interactive you could you can to me you could just tell that james gunn had a lot to do with this and he had a lot he had a relationship with all these people yes and i was glad to see that um and the the one thing i'm worried about is vigilante in this reminds me of a dc version of deadpool yeah (laughs) yeah that's that's exactly what i thought i was just like is this Deadpool? Like they already have their Deadpool. It's Harley Quinn. <laughs> they got two. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's Harley Quinn and Deathstroke. Oh yeah. Well, no. <laughs> Deathstroke. Oh yeah. I've always wanted to talk about this on a podcast. <laughs> Deathstroke is. Uh, people already know this probably because it's on other podcasts, but I never knew this that Deadpool is a parody of Deathstroke. Um, that's what uh, Death Stroke is. Wade Wilson, no yep. Slade Wilson, yep. and Deadpool is Wade Wilson, and that's why they kind of look kind of the same, like their outfits and everything. And anywho, uh, so but that Death Stroke is a DC, and Deadpool is Marvel. Yes. Huh. So Death Stroke is like a straight up serious assassin, mm-hmm. like. No, no puns, no none of that, no silliness. Really, he's like no breaking the fourth wall, right, right. And and we've all seen Deadpool, and and no, yeah. he's just a goofball. And um, but yes, he was 
intentionally created as a pun on Deathstroke. That's fine. Even and that's what I was gonna say. Even down to the name, like mm-hmm. <laughs> that's funny. Bless Rob Blyfield for that. He <laughs> may fuck up some feet, but you know what? <laughs> Cheers to him on Deadpool and Cable. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm digging this. This piece. This peacemaker series. Like. Uh. I. I think it's gonna be a fun watch. Um. I think it's just gonna be one of those silly. Uh, it's I. It don't have to connect to anything ever. It looks like Amanda Waller got away from killing these folks by sending them on a babysitting mission. Essentially, <laughs> it was like, you know what? Be thankful you're not dead. Get your ass out. <laughs> exactly. Out. <laughs> Keep your eye on him and make sure that he don't tear shit up. I saw a trailer for a title called Batman the Cape Crusader. Did you happen to see that? Like anything that was done with that? No, I, I saw the 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 Batman trailer, the new Rob, Robin Pattinson's uh, Batman. Oh, we're getting to that next. Yeah, I'm hoping so, because we're at an hour, <laughs> and I have lots to say oh. about this trailer. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so the, the cool... All right, here's what you need to know about Batman uh, Cape Crusader. J.J. Abrams, Matt Reeves, Bruce Tim, and James Tucker, and it's the style. It's it's Bruce Tim going back to Batman the Animated Series and making it kind of what he wanted it to be back then, which was more adult. Like that. That sounds amazing to me. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Uh... Three of those names I was excited about, uh, but, um, uh, yeah, uh, that I'm cautiously optimistic about that, uh, cause, uh, it, I don't know who, if Bruce Tim, Bruce Tim Unchecked is what we get in the animated Killing Joke, where Batman is having sex with Barbara, so, uh, <laughs> I don't want that, I'm sorry, I don't. no. I don't want that either. I'll say that. I will say that. Because that's like a daughter to him, and I don't know what Bruce Tim's trying to say there. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah. But um, I, I loved, loved, loved Batman the Animated Series, man. That is the best Batman until something eventually comes and dethrones it. But until then, it's the best Batman. Yes, absolutely. So him coming back and wanting to do something that he sort of envisioned but couldn't because of kids kind of makes me feel like <laughs> Lucas going back and re-editing the original trilogy like you done you, you done did it you like don't don't futz with it like what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah anyway they've got the clout but I'm kind of wor- I'm worried there I would think that Abrams and um, Reeves would kind of keep Tim in check. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, That's just my opinion. Uh, Reeves, I liked Reeves. I liked Bruce Tim. I like and uh, uh, James Tucker. It's the uh, it's the J.J. Abrams that I don't. I I don't. I I think J.J. Abrams is just a yes man. I think. He's made some good movies. Uh, I think he just has a great production studio, uh, the Bad Robot. But 
I mean, if anybody's seen a lot of stuff that he's put his name on, it ain't all great. It looks great, but it the the actual story isn't. Um. So yeah, uh, that once again, I'm I'm cautious here because <laughs> I'm like uh, I don't know. Like you made a masterpiece, why try to redo? You know, better than that. Cautiously whelmed. Yes. Sorry, I forgot my whelm meter. <laughs> and Paul Dini to it. That would be yeah. That would be everything. Yeah. Um, Jeremy, did you ever watch the animated series growing up? Not enough. You have really. no idea what I'm talking about, Dave. <laughs> not not really. <laughs> it's not. It's not watching that. So the uh, the animated series came on around that same time that uh, the X Men was coming out. That cartoon was coming out. And uh, Spider-Man, that cartoon was coming out, things like that. So usually most kids, if they were watching one, they were definitely they were definitely watching X-Men and X-Men or Spider-Man and then Batman, the animated series. Like yep. it was it was something of those three. Yeah, I was watching Rocket Power. Rocket Power on Nickelodeon. Yeah. Oh, no, I wouldn't bougie like that. I didn't have Nickelodeon. <laughs> I, no. I got the nationally I was, I was, syndicated uh, cartoon shows. I didn't have that cable, <laughs> that cable <right>. stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sitting there with rabbit ears, like, <laughs> trying to make sure that WB's coming in yeah. on, on Saturday mornings and, and around 4 o'clock in the afternoons after I got home from school. I mean, that I think that is why it's mostly popular is because it was uh, there was Fox Kids and then the WB, which were all nationally syndicated. They weren't cable. So for rural areas or just people who who you know couldn't afford cable because there was a point wasn't in, bougie not like <laughs> to, to really date <laughs> us there was a point in time where cable didn't come from the internet it came from an actual copper cable and it was expensive <laughs> so anyway no doubt um God I feel old uh <laughs> um but yeah the um. Those those shows came on the 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 nationally syndicated ones. That's funny. All right, so I got a cautiously whelmed, me excited, another one, blank faced, basically. <laughs> <laughs> All right, meat and potatoes, the Batman, Matt Reeves, Robert Pattinson, uh, Zoe. Kravitz as Catwoman, Colin Farrell as the Penguin, and I have no idea who's playing the Joker. So if you know it, throw his name out there. What's your reactions? Not the Joker. I'm sorry, the Riddler. <laughs> I was no like, idea who's playing the Riddler? Joker? Who? Who? I know. Yeah, Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> let's, let's really mess everybody up. This movie looks great. All right, we got. We are we excitedly <laughs> whelmed? I am. Over the moon whelmed. Um, oh. Like this movie, this movie looks great. Like I love the aesthetics. I love the way it's filmed. I love the environment. Uh, like this looks like Gotham City to me. The only thing I don't like is the bat suit. I don't like the way the bat suit looks. I know it's supposed to be a work in progress, but. Because this is maybe like year two of him being Batman. Yeah. But I really, really, really like everything else. It's such a cool, cool looking movie. 
Jeremy? Meh, whelmed. What? <laughs> that is sacrilegious. Are you kidding me? Nah, like I I I really think it's gonna be a good one. Um I mean, yeah, I, I'm I'm definitely excited about it. I think it'll be hopefully your redemption from the previous like last couple Batman movies, but um because I wasn't a big fan of those, but I think it'll be was it like was he in like a Dagum like um like a sixties Camaro or Firebird yeah. as his Batmobile? Yeah. I was so waiting for the car. I was so waiting on that. I mean that was the main thing. I mean knowing me, that was the main thing I picked. I was like, is that a Camaro? What the heck? <laughs> yeah. I think it is, Jeremy, because once again, they're trying to harken back to like his early like the Batmobile didn't always used to be like tank. a tank. Yeah, that's <laughs> lately what they've been portraying it is like the like Frank Miller's like Dark Knight uh yeah. returns uh where it's a bat tank. Yeah. Um but uh it used to be a car that he literally just yeah. str- like welded a rocket engine to. Um <laughs> so I love seeing the like like once again this is like a up and coming Batman. So like the Batmobile is just a car with a rocket engine. <laughs> um, yeah. So that, I, I, I don't know. I, that, that excites me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it is going to be a, be a really, yeah, I think it's gonna be a really good movie. It's gonna be very interesting to see. Is it, did you say March of next year? Yeah. yeah. March 4th of 2022. I like that. Matt Reeves was saying that he thought that, you know, we've gotten all these iterations of Batman, but we've never gotten like a real world Batman. Yeah. And I like that he has like an old muscle car as his Batmobile. Uh, like you were saying in, in comic books and stuff like that, like it's never been a tank or, or I say a never. I mean, like originally it was like a car. It was a this, it was a that. Um, And uh. I, I like that he would pick something that, you know, could handle some speed, but also yeah. have metal wrapped around it. Cause you know, yeah. probably gonna fuck some shit up. <laughs> you know what I mean? So the, the, the one beef that I had about the entire trailer, um, the, the suits okay to me. It's, it doesn't thrill me or anything along those lines. Um, I love the way that they put it together. Uh, I'm not digging Riddler having a mask. I don't dig that at all. And um, whatever he made that suit out of. Oh, yeah. He must have gone to Wakanda and got some <laughs> yeah. fucking vibranium or something because oh, yeah, he was taking right. some point blank yeah. assault rifle shots yeah. <laughs> to the chest and everything else in a hallway. Yeah. And I'm not. I'm not gonna lie, like I'm hoping we get something like a daredevil hallway scene with that, by the way. Uh the assault rifle shots kind of threw me off, but I'm like, you know what? Like if we can make a really cool scene out of this, I sure I'll take it. I'll buy it. It's Batman. Like it's not real anyways. So <laughs> so I mean, but yeah, the assault rifle kind of threw me off, but like man, that, that the way that trailer was pieced together, it was pieced together really well. Um, I'm glad to see it's getting all the praise it's getting. Because I feel like a lot of the times when people get shit for taking on a role, like Ben Affleck got shit for being Batman. He's probably, he, to me, was way better 
than um, Christian Bell ever was. Christian Bell as Batman to me sucked. He wasn't a good Bruce Wayne. He wasn't a good Batman. I didn't like him as either. The villains made all those movies every single time to me. And the reason I feel very strongly about that is because, um, you know, one begins never got a, a, a lot of praise, but it never got any crap either. Two got a ton of praise. And then three, nobody really likes. And in all those, it's like nobody really. <laughs> it's because of Bane. It is I. <laughs> It's because of that dumb, dumb choice as a villain. Uh, anyway. <laughs> See, I liked Bane in that movie, though. Um, but I'm also Kevin Smith, so I like everything. Uh, <laughs> but see, like, people were indifferent of Scarecrow and Rachel Ghoul and Begins. and But people loved Ledger as Joker. Nobody wanted Ledger as Joker. Nobody wanted that. No. And he brought that on. And freaking killed it. Yeah, I was. I mean, I'll I'll be the first one to admit when they announced that they were doing, you know, the second Nolan Batman, and that you know they hinted at in the first one that Joker was going to be the next villain, and they announced uh, Heath Ledger's Joker. I was like, oh no, like no, what are you doing? And um, man, was I wrong. Like I, I, I've said this to so many people, but I'm now going to say it to in our on our podcast. Uh, the moment when I was in theaters and they he did the disappearing pencil trick, <laughs> the entire like I was at the midnight showing of it, and people in the audience actually gasped, and like it was silent, and I was like. Holy hell, he did it! Like he he captured <laughs> he captured what like what I've always liked. Like Joker, I know he was like the sixty, like he's evolved since then. But like in the sixties, Batman, he was a silly character, and even in early adaptations of the comics, he was a silly character. And Jack Nicholson was scary. But I would argue sometimes that he was also really, really silly. Like, the Joker, in my opinion, with reading comics and stuff, is horrifying. <laughs> he's scary. Like, he's this creepy-looking clown man, and you don't know if he'll murder you or not because you're, you know, wearing whatever, like, a, a purple shirt. Um, And, yeah, he, he didn't, like, he just blew it out of the water. And I just realized we're doing a podcast now on the Nolan Batman. So, uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> But like like I, like I was saying, I mean, you, you get to um, Dark Knight Rises, and uh, nobody liked Bane, and therefore nobody liked that movie. Like Christian Bale as Batman was not enough to save that movie, and that's why I've always said Christian Bale was never a good Batman because yeah. even he couldn't have saved that movie at that point in time. And that brings me to also why I'm bothered with the Riddler. I've noticed that when they veer far from what a character should resemble, for some reason it doesn't work. They get backlash. So you've got Bane in the comic books. He was very much like a uh, Lucha Libre. Yeah. Like a, a Mexican wrestler. Yeah, Luchadora. Yeah. 
And, uh, and, and, you know, they had reasoning for him to have a mask and stuff like that, but it didn't work. Nobody bought it. Nobody cared. Um, you look at Suicide Squad as Jared Leto as a Joker. People hated that, hated him as the Joker. And honestly, I think he did a good job as a Joker, but I, it, I don't think it's, it's hard to get past the tattoos, the grill, the, all that jazz. And, um, as as Richard shakes his head, no, that he did not do a good job as a Joker. No, he didn't. He did a terrible Joker. <laughs> uh, I liked it. Yeah, I mean, you. Hey, you can like. <laughs> I'm saying you can like what you like, and you can have your opinion. But my opinion is he is a terrible Joker. Um. <laughs> so let me tell you this: that a lot of people are speculating about this movie is that the Riddler is kind of a red herring. Uh, There is speculation that this movie is a Court of Owls movie. Ooh. Now that would be awesome. Because it looks like in the trailer, Riddler has already been caught. Um, You know, and I don't know if it's he wants to get caught and then it's just like, you know, he's got other riddles going on that's like murdering people. That could be the movie, and I could be completely wrong. But there's certain lines in this movie where it seems like Riddler is working for someone, and it's someone that Batman supposedly doesn't know about. Like, and anyway, the theory is from... I didn't spot this, and I didn't comb over every little detail, but from what I've been reading and hearing and seeing is that they're alluding to something bigger is going on in this movie ever so slightly with little hints. But for right now to keep from spoiling it, which I may have just done, uh, (laughs) is that it's, it's the court of owls. Okay. Um, I mean, as long as we didn't get the court of owls until the end of the movie, yeah. Like I don't I don't want this to be a quarter owls movie. I think that is way too big of a story to do out the gate, in my opinion. Like there's so much that goes with quarter owls. Um for those of you who don't know, Court of Owls is honestly a fairly new villain. That's New Fifty Two. Yeah. You know, first oh, appearances and stuff it like that. It was it was Scott's as soon as New Fifty Two came out, it was Scott Snyder's first story of Yeah. So Court of Owls is an actual like just one villain. It's not like a whole story. I don't want to spoil too much for you, Jeremy, uh, on it because I think you should read it. It's a fa- I've got it. I think I have like a hardback uh, copy of it. Um, it is one of the best modern day Batman stories. Um, yeah. like like in other words, it came out like I don't know, maybe ten years ago now. Um, yeah, but uh, it is like. Amazing. I, I, I don't want to gush too much over it, but it's really, really good. And it introduces a new villain to the Batman mythos. And it's not tech. I don't want to get into it, but it, it is a group. It is like a underground group of like the 1% that live in Gotham. That is apparently behind something that's going on in Gotham. And Batman has never discovered it. In all the years that he's ever, you know, been Batmaning and been in Gotham, which is his entire life, just about. Um, and 
he's now got to solve the mystery of who is the Court of Owls. And I'll just, I'll, that's the best thing I can say to you without like spoiling too much. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's like so the kinda... Illuminati of Gotham. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, yeah, that would be, especially with them doing the Gotham Knights game, which was also yeah. shown in fandom. Uh, and, and that, and in that, game the court of owls is the is the enemy that would be really cool to have a movie in a game which is another thing i think that they're they may kind of been showing their cards there is once again i I said it in a previous podcast but companies love this 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 thing that they've gave a term to called synergy where you have all this stuff that's sort of happening in other different medias that sort of reflect what you're doing in general with the company yeah yeah. So, uh, anywho, yeah. So, like, you got Quarter Owls here. They did an animated movie a long time ago, and you yeah. know, now they've got a live action. I, I don't know. I feel like this may be what they're doing. I, I, I hope. So they're releasing a game too. Yes, they're releasing a game called Gotham Knights, and Quarter Owls is the enemy or the the villain throughout this this game. Apparently, um, it was oh. featured on Fandom. Strangely enough, it looks like Batman's dead in that game. Yeah. And you you play as either Barbara, Dick, uh Tim Drake. Um Jason Todd. Is it Tim Drake or is it uh Damien? Well, I I mean, uh I think you can play as Oh, you know what? It is Damien. Yeah, cuz then Red Hood. Yeah. What man, they always forget about Tim. <laughs> nobody cares about Tim. <laughs> nobody nobody. He ain't worth it. Like nobody cares. Nobody cares. Like anyway, we had that whole podcast where we talked about one of him coming out as bi, but like nobody knows what to do with Tim. Uh, anyway, poor there's t- nothing to do with him. Poor Tim. He's he's worthless. Um, I, I'm not gonna lie. Like I love the take so far that I've seen Colin Farrell take on as the Penguin. Yeah, like the Sopranos gangster type. Yes. Like, when he's sitting there and he's driving down the road, he's like, I got you. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> and then it, like, I was like, oh, man. Like, and he's like, oh, hold it, sweetheart. Yeah. Like, I was like, dude, that's that's different. And I'm loving it. Like, I'm I'm all about that. So and he looked very, like I thought he was Falcone at first. I'm not going to lie. Like, the way he was talking and stuff like that. And, of course, everybody was like, you know, you're not going to recognize Colin Farrell as the Penguin. Yeah. And, like, I was like, okay, whatever. Maybe I won't. And, uh, like, I thought, I seriously thought that was Falcone throughout the entire thing until I wound up reading something or something along the way. And I was like, hot damn. Like, that's cool. Yeah, I thought, um, uh, I, I remember a while back I uh, had read an article that Colin Farrell was going to be cast as the Penguin. But yeah, uh, not this one, but the first time the the teaser trailer where we see him, it's like a real quick shot. Uh, I thought the same thing. It was just some sort of Italian mob guy like Falcone or Maroni or and. uh, But yeah, then I found out like, oh, that's that's the image that they showed of Colin Farrell as Penguin. And but yeah, I love this take. Yeah. I think it's cool because a lot of times he's always portrayed as like almost like a like a at least the animated or not the animated the uh, video game. Anyway, he's portrayed as like a British kind of like stuffy, you know, went to boarding school type character. 
And this one, yeah. I like the the like the Italian mob. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Um, I can't make up my mind yet on Zoe Kravitz. Really? As far as Catwoman. Oh, man. Um, I like her look, I guess, for the most part. What? Oh, my gosh. I, I'm not digging the whole, like, goofy ski mask thing she's got going on. Oh, that we okay. see in that one scene. I'm not digging that. I'm cool with the short hair yeah. and all that, like, the rest of the outfit. I'm really cool with that because it's very reminiscent of kind of like what's been going on yeah. in the comic books lately. Um yeah, I oh I sorry real quick. I was literally when I saw the trailer and saw Zoe Kravitz with like the short like pixie cut. I've always liked that like re, uh, like iteration of of Catwoman where like she's got like the biker outfit with like the helmet with like cat ears and like goggles for eyes. Uh and then like we see uh, she is wearing some sort of biker outfit and the the weird like one cut um uh toboggan ski mask thing. I think that's gonna be like at the very beginning and we may get like an actual catwoman suit later on. But I, yeah. I literally watching the trailer, I was said to my wife, I was like, what? This is awesome. We're getting like this version of Catwoman. And she was like, Why do you care so much about her hair? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. I just I've always I thought that was an iconic look for her. <laughs> Didn't even recognize whenever I got my haircut <laughs> last week. No, no, she didn't do that. <laughs> I'll say this much, like, to go from, like, okay, you know, if you, if you cut out 66 Batman, we've had, what, two live-action Catwomen? Three. We've had three? I know we've had Michelle Pfeiffer. I know we've had um, the latest one, what's her name, um, in in the Batman Dark Knight and Hathaway rises and Hathaway. Yeah. That's right. Uh, who's the, who's the third? You must've put it out of your mind. It's a uh, Halle Berry, the live action cat. Oh yeah. They don't yeah. count. <laughs> I mean, it's a terrible, terrible movie, but it still counts. <laughs> oh no. I, I didn't even watch that, man. I just, I'm not even gonna lie. I didn't even watch it. Um, so yeah, I just, but Anne Hathaway, like, it was disappointing, but not all at the same time. I don't know. It was a weird mixture of emotions for me <laughs> with Anne Hathaway as being Catwoman. Like, I was, I was like, I want to like you as Catwoman, but it's just. Ah. It was the best I can describe is it was a Nolanized version of Catwoman. Uh, I liked her Selena Kyle more than I liked her Catwoman, if that makes any sense. Like, the scenes where we get where she's yeah. Selena Kyle, like, being a thief. Um, yeah. Like, still, like, impersonating people to, like, get things. And, uh, that part was really cool. But her as Catwoman and even, like, I, I don't know, the design choice. I didn't really dug um, on her, like, Catwoman costume. But, uh... Right. Yeah, it, it's it's it is what it is, I guess. Um this one I'm excited for though. I can't believe you're not. It's not that I, I'm I am whelmed for it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not excited. I'm not disappointed because honestly, when she goes up to him and she's like, you know, who are you under that mask? Just the way she said it, and I was like, that's like I could I could if I was reading your words from a comic book, like that's probably how I would read them. Mm. Like the very, you know, sensual, sexual way that she was kind of doing it. 
And uh, and then to see her leap off the building onto something, and I was like, that's straight up Catwoman right there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, those kinds of things make me very hopeful for the character. Um, but like I said, it was it was really just the toboggan thing, the the ski mask. Mm. The, I was like, look here, <laughs> you can do better than this. You're Catwoman. Come on. That's that's when the uh, <laughs> the costuming department ran out of money. <laughs> we gave it all to Batman in his immense armor that he just trots around in yeah. <laughs> to handle assault rifle bullets. <laughs> it's apparently incredibly agile and lightweight. Yeah, that armor. Yeah, <laughs> in just the first stage of this. Uh, oh, and I forgot freaking Andy Circus as Alfred. Yeah, I was. That seems awesome. Yeah. <laughs> My my wife did was like, is that Andy Circus? And I was like, yeah. She's like, I don't know how I feel about this. And I'm like, what? What is wrong with you? I was like, that's an amazing casting uh, for uh, like a younger Alfred. Um, but anyway, she for some reason is I don't know whelmed as well as far as that casting goes. Uh, it's cool though. I do think it would have been cool to to bring in the guy that played Alfred from the Gotham TV show. Ew, no. You didn't like him? I hated it. I mean, like, oh. I, I hated everything about that show. That, that, I'm not going to lie. That is a rough, that's a very rough show to watch. Very, very rough show to watch. Um, it it's It's one of those where it's got just enough, for me anyways, to keep me watching but it never fully delivers. Um, but I did really like that Alfred. It would almost kind of be a cool, like, you know, this is an extension of Gotham. No, even the Gotham. No. Stuff. <laughs> but like the the Bruce Wayne you watched in all those years or whatever in Gotham, like this is him now. I don't know. That sounds just terrible. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so bad. Um, the uh, I, that's the only thing I won't connect. That's it. Just the Alfred, the Alfred and the Bruce. That's all I won't connect. But it. but that's the biggest connection because if that then that implies that this that Robert Pattinson is the kid that was in the Gotham move. Like no, <laughs> no, the the villains are the same. Yeah, but w- we just improved on all of them. Yeah. Anyway, no, we just we just forget the rest, and it's just like. In your mind, it's like, oh, that was that. Oh, that's cool. I'll never watch Gotham again, but I mean. <laughs> uh, it won't, though. I mean, the penguins won't wind up. No, it so. won't. Anyway. <laughs> uh, the. <laughs> yeah, man. Everything about this trailer slaps, I think, personally, as the cool kids say. Uh, <laughs> Is that what they say? Yes. Um Oh. But, uh, you know, I think this is cool. This is really, really cool. Jeremy's shaking his head. He thinks it's cool. Well, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I said it at the beginning. I, I felt like it was a, it should be a pretty good movie, I think. I'm, I had kids hollering at me while I was watching the, the trailer, so I didn't get as much detail as, as I wanted. Oh. But, um, I'll, have to, I'll have to rewatch it, but I still am. Excited about it. I've always enjoyed all the. I've enjoyed pretty most of the uh, Batman movies. I just because 
basically, I, I I was the Kevin Smith of the Batman because I, I enjoyed him and even uh, uh, Mister Freeze and his his uh, ice puns, his ray gun. <laughs> but uh, bat nipples, huh? <laughs> bat nipples, bat nipples. Oh yeah, 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 yep. Bat credit so. card. Duh. Oh, God. Yeah, we we really should rewatch the uh, all the old Batman and do an episode to talk about it. I would. I need to vent about the Joel Schumacher ones. <laughs> <sighs> um, speaking of things we need to do, I, I think we should also at some point in time rewatch the uh, the Spider Man. Yeah, as they as they may be coming out in the new Spider Man movie and uh. I think we have all agreed, and y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, that we are going to start reading the Hawkeye series, the Matt Fraction. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I agree. We still just at least reading volume one. I'll I'll read all of them just for my own benefit in that one. Just to say I actually read more than just the, what I needed to know for that. <laughs> <laughs> so if you folks out there want to read along with us, we're going to start reading that. And uh, so we might be popping in time to time to talk about that and where we're at in the books and stuff. Um, we'll be working that out. It's like book club, but, but for nerds. Yes. <laughs> A nice little podcast book club, mm-hmm. nerdy book club. <laughs> it's our spinoff show. Cool. Yeah. Well, Jeremy, where can they find you at? Uh, you can find me on uh, Twitch every now and then. Uh, with Night Fury, GTO. Night with a K. Um, yeah, playing pretty much whatever. Most of the time, either Destiny or Call of Duty, but play other things every now and then. So. Richard? Oh, me. I was in my turn. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, just, uh, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, check out our Gmail. That's the only way right now. Um, and it's comicallycomics at gmail.com. Or you can, or you can slide into them DMs. On the Instagram. Oh, do we have an Instagram? I didn't even know we had an Instagram. Uh, <laughs> uh, apparently, we have an Instagram. So check us out on Instagram or Gmail. I guess we need to make a Twitter now. Yeah, we're on. Uh, if they didn't hear you, comically comics podcast at gmail.com and then comically comics podcast on Instagram. So yeah, share us, like us, follow us, all the things. <laughs> Um, if you hate something I said, that's fine. You can DM me. That's fine. We can have a nice little chat. <laughs> um, you can find me on Instagram as well, twenty two underscore comics. You can also find me at YouTube under the same handle. Thank you all very much for listening. I hope y'all laughed y'all's asses off and had a good time. I hope we informed you of what was going on oh. with Fandom. You can check that out. And and uh, thank you for if you have been listening. Uh, we're on our tenth episode. I thought that was a milestone. We should at yeah. least mention before we end this. Woo! Ten episodes. Yes, we've Woo. done it. We've made it. Made it into double this digits. Technically, I think we'll drop like the day after Halloween. So uh, maybe next year we'll have a spooky episode. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Thank y'all again. Y'all have a good night. See y'all later. Say bye, Jeremy. Bye, Jeremy. Bye, Jeremy. (laughs)
continues, it won't be long before you've nothing left.